Welcome to the Youth Pastors Are Pastors 2 podcast. Recorded in Central Texas. Broadcasting to the world. Join your hosts and their weekly guests for insight, advice, guidance, and ideas to help your ministry flourish and help you take care of yourself. Now, with a combined 35 years of ministry experience, your hosts, Jacob Taylor and Jeremy Hellums. What's up? We, I, what episode five, six, season two, this ep, episode six, seven, five, four? Episode four. We're four. on four now. Four. It seems like it's been a long time. It, you know, we jump right back in this groove here. I think, I think it's only going to get easier. And it's consecutively. Uh, I mean, I was in an office yesterday. Uh, so we had to take, you know, it's Tuesday instead of Monday, but who's counting? It's better no than one, no one's, it, no one's counting. And your microphone is working. And, and we don't have a producer and we don't have any like sponsor that's yelling at us or anything like that. So, well, there's probably people yelling at us, but not sponsors. Okay. You're probably right. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that shirt you got on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's actually one of my favorite shirts and I probably overwear it, but since I don't see you very often, thank you. What kind of shirt is it? I have no idea. Why don't you go ahead and take it off and let's see. All right. Let's, let's check the tag. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For those of you who are just listening, I have like this plaid shirt on. It's got white and light blue and pink. It's kind of checkeredy looking. And uh, I have one button uh, unbuttoned on the top to show off my your well, white tee, white tea. my white, my white V-neck t-shirt. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know no anybody shirt. else other than my dad that wore white V-neck undershirts. No joke. Yeah, you and my dad were the only ones I've ever, ever known. Dude, I've I have I buy them on Amazon, and yeah. they come in this pack, and I just reorder. Love them. Love them. You don't wash them? (laughs) That's good. Yeah. I just reorder every week. (laughs) Hmm. What are they they paying Uh, you up there? I need to get on that level. Oh, man. You know, what what do you call it? Disposable white v neck t shirts. You know what I buy often is socks because I always buy a pack and then I wear them and they seem to go missing. Hmm. So. Either my, you ever check your check your dryer? I haven't, but I I imagine when we move, there's gonna be like a pile of black because <laughs> I only wear black socks, and I yeah. have this like paranoia about wearing matching socks, um, and it drives me crazy if I don't have matching socks. So it's like mm. that's probably it's probably a problem. I just just discovered that that I probably have a problem about matching socks that I buy packs of socks regularly because i can't find the matching one yeah you might need to you might need to talk to somebody about that (laughs) you know who else has a sock like matching sock problem no uh your boss keith keith has a matching sock problem yeah you should ask him about it he told me about it because he was i think he said he's him and his wife after they got married were headed he was going through the airport Mm -hmm. maybe it was his wife that has a sock problem but he, one of them was like freaking out because they were, you know, you go through security. Uh, they're like, my socks have to match. And yeah, they were almost late to their honeymoon because they couldn't have found the socks or something like that. Oh, man, that's that's pretty rough right there. That's so. pretty rough. You know, um, I, I don't know if I like trained to my boys, 
But ultimately, uh, they didn't care that they had mismatched socks. And so more often than not, they will wear mismatched socks mostly because we can't find socks. See that get you, get you, get you two boys that are about a year apart and uh, try to find socks. It's uh, it's an ordeal sometimes. And then you find them in the weirdest spots, too. And you know what? When you find when I find socks on the dinner table, what in the world? Wild night. Them, man, no, they, 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 you don't put socks on the dinner table. Like you don't put shoes on the dinner table. Like that stuff's been on the floor and then socks have been inside them shoes and they've been all nasty and stuff. And you don't put that on the dinner table. We don't have a dinner table. No, well. So we don't, we don't, I don't, we had one, but we kind of realized that we just throw our like mail and, uh, like just, it became a place where we just put stuff. So we actually moved it into my shop and, uh, ever since we've been looking like a new houses and stuff, uh, we're like, oh, we're going to have to get a new one. That's a catch all. Yeah. They call that a catch all. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. And yeah. our house now is a kind of like, it's a, it's not small, but it's not it, the design of it is weird. So it's yeah. a 1920 house. And, uh, if you put a table in there and you, and there's a bunch of stuff just piled up, it just makes the whole house look trashy. And I'm like, and Amanda, yeah, I, which, you know, that's what I did when I lived by myself, but when Amanda did not like that. So mm, no, she did not. Got to keep that. Yes, I, I, I noticed like, I noticed a difference in your house, like, like pre Amanda and post Amanda. Like when I would come over, it's like, there was a pre Jacob house and then there was like a post Amanda house. Like, Oh, or, or she's been over, you know, and yeah. like, you can tell, um, you know, that, that, uh, quick trip cups, not on the counter anymore. You know, the bachelor life that that's a <laughs> it's special, it's special. In every pre-marriage I was playing video <laughs> games every night. I, if I didn't fall asleep on the couch, I fell asleep in the recliner playing video games or, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, life was crazy back then and you know you get married and you have to settle down and crazy know. wild man yeah. <laughs> yeah well uh i want to give a special shout out to uh garrett gardner yes. uh music and garrett gardner uh you know whatever sound engineer design school whatever you want to call it uh if you have a need garrett gardner will help you out uh yeah if you ever need contact info Including pro presenter, he'll help you with pro presenter. Uh, yes, he will. He will help you with pro presenter too. Yeah, so you name it, you call Garrett and he will help you out over the phone. Or, I mean, there's been Sunday mornings a couple of months ago. Uh, actually, about the time I took over the production, mm-hmm. uh, we have a synchronizer, synchronizer that oh, yeah, that powers up everything, and mm-hmm. somehow that got all messed up. And the uh, speakers were coming on before the amps, ooh, ooh. and it's causing it. It sounded like Vietnam in the sanctuary, uh, just like pop, 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 pop. And we couldn't figure it out. And I called Garrett on a Sunday morning while he was driving between campuses for his church. And yeah, I mean, yeah. So you know, when he lived in Houston, he felt so far, far away. But now he's just like so close and. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, goodness gracious, uh, there's, there's a group of these guys here that uh, talk to each other at least once a day and we're all in Texas now, you know? Yeah. And I mean, Morgan's in a Rockport, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, 
I've seen him about as much as I've seen him when he was in Colorado, but he, he was here a lot when he lived in Colorado. Well, so. yeah, but you know, at, at least he's he's in Texas, right? He's not being uh, watched by the by the government in Colorado anymore. He's being watched by the government in Texas now. So yeah, and they don't watch as much. <laughs> Speaking of Morgan, I got some fun facts that we need to address. Ah, yes, Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. Did you know, Jacob? American alligators are inhabited mostly in the southern eastern United States, kind of like Louisiana, Florida, and Georgia. They also they're live in both. They're in those several states. Yes. Uh, they live in freshwater rivers, uh, lakes, swamps, uh, marshes. Mm. Uh, there is a giant estimation that 5 million American alligators are in the southeastern U.S., with a quarter of the alligators population are in Florida. So 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 I could have seen one in Florida or Louisiana, right? Yes, and here's where I was coming from with that. I I don't think animal control would just let an alligator just roam the streets like to mm. where you can like take a selfie with. I wasn't saying that alligators didn't live in Florida cuz I know that. Mm. But I don't think uh animal control or the police or whatever would just let like just let it sit there and hang out like so but year after year we find that children and adults are always interested in learning more information about the alligators while visiting florida including including me including me right right but for those of you that are just jumping in right in the middle of this and going what in the world are they talking about well a few episodes ago uh i talked about a conference that i went to and my main goal was to go see an alligator well not my main goal but one of my goals was to see an alligator and jacob said some information and we we're just gonna we're just trying to educate our audience and and you know alligators they can grow up to 800 pounds and almost 13 feet long on average wow that's that's pretty big that is big that's pretty big uh females do have a tendency to be smaller than males uh and according to the the everglades national park the largest alligator ever you ready for this oh uh, Seventeen feet and five inches long. Wow, that's that's big. That's big. So some advice uh, that mm-hmm. we've learned: uh, do not feed wild alligators, or no, nope. I wouldn't feed con- like confined alligators either. Yeah, you probably can't. That's probably a bad idea. Uh, also, if you plan on taking a picture, like Jeremy was. Uh, at least remain 50 feet away in distance. Yes. Yes. And well, you know, you could have, I could have stayed in the car though. And I could have angled it where I took a picture of the alligator and been closer. Don't you think? Yes. Um, also if you decide that you want to go swimming, uh, don't swim where it's known that alligators community or wow. Who wrote that? Do not (laughs) swim in areas where it's known alligator community. Mm. Where it's a known alligator community. Oh, where it's a known alligator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Next week, we're going to talk about who grammar. Read that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, never go near an alligator nest. Yeah. They, they lay eggs, you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 They lay eggs. They're not, they're, they're not live birth. They're eggs. Can you explain to me what an alligator nest looks like? I have no idea. I can only imagine. All right. And maybe maybe muddy, like a muddy little round hole. 
maybe. Mm. Maybe. Uh, maybe. That's a wrong drop-in that I just put in. But uh, And the last advice that we have, uh, as the Youth Pastors Pastor 2 podcast ends their alligator talk, never yes. touch or go near an alligator on a road, even if it looks dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, here's some more yeah. information. I didn't. I didn't know you had some more. Uh, well, you could. You could have stopped there, but if you- no. I think we need to keep this going. Uh, stay away <laughs> from water at night. Definitely stay away during breeding season. Can you tell me what breed? What parts of the year breeding season is? I cannot. Mm. I cannot. But maybe some of our listeners can tell us when. Maybe breeding somebody season is for alligators. That, yeah, maybe someone that we know can tell us when breeding season is. Uh, yeah, so if you're in fresh and or stagnant water in Florida, know that alligators could be anywhere. That's right. That's right. You know what? Um, I do want to add something though, because you named you named all these uh, states, uh, but uh, the American alligator also lives in Texas too. Um, so you know, there's that, right? So they're in Texas too, but I've never seen one. I'm, I've never seen one in the wild in Texas. No, 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 no. I heard some of them live on the Brazos near, near the coast. I do That's hear I've that. Heard. I've heard that. Uh, did I hear that? Maybe I wrote this, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So, well, I think both of us survived Easter weekend. We did almost. I mean, it was a long week. I mean, you took Monday off to go fishing. Yeah, and I, 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 I went to the office on Monday, so. Yeah, I, well, the main reason I do this because I have surgery uh, in less than 24 hours, and I will be out of my fishing capacity for about six months. So I took the advantage and took the day off, and uh, quite certainly I'm pretty ecstatic that I did. Oh, yeah. I, I probably caught the biggest bass I've ever caught in my whole life. Man, it was a beautiful fish. It's on my Facebook page. You can go look at that or my Instagram. Mm-hmm. But Oh, man, we should put that on the Youth Pastor Pastor 2 page. We could. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, the, a couple of months ago, uh, Cody and I, a buddy of mine, we were at a, a lake and nobody was catching anything. Everybody was just struggling. But these two guys just started yelling off into this little cove that they were at. And then they were celebrating and all this other stuff. And Cody and I looked at each other and we were making fun of them. And they're like, oh, <coughs> they must be doing a YouTube video. I texted Cody yesterday after I caught the fish and sh- sh- took him a picture and showed it to him. Uh, I told him I sounded just like those guys when I uh, finally got that one in. <laughs> I was like, I, man, I was, man, I could wish I could, I should have, I wish I was videotaping like the whole thing. Cause yeah, I was fishing this, this grass, this on Lake Bastrop, there's grass uh, that surrounds the whole thing. So I, that's all I did all morning was I went from South shore all the way around and, mm. uh, I found this little creek bed thing and I snuck, I eased my way into there. Uh, I cast one time and I thought I was s- stuck on something. Oh yeah. And so I, I'm pulling it and all of a sudden the, the, the drag just takes off. And oh, nice. I was like, Oh, okay. And then, I mean, it was, it was a good five, 10 minute, like fight. And I was, like I said, I was, I was, 
Yeah, I bet everybody on the lake heard me because I was stoked. Because I, I was like, yeah. oh, a fish. And the, I was like, you know, bass that big and Lake Bass Shop and not, you don't hear about it. Oh. And so as soon as I, I pulled it up, I went, I just lost it because I didn't expect it mm. to be that big. It was it was on the northern end of five pounds, a little over five pounds. Oh, yeah. So, well, they don't call them largemouth bass for nothing. It. I laid it down uh, on the 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 deck of my kayak and uh, it almost the whole took the whole floorboard of my kayak up wow yeah that's that's a good picture that's for sure that's yeah. for sure enough about my ecstatic fishing trip yeah well i mean you, you i did kind of throw you under the bus last episode and you were like you know i was like well what did you catch and i knew you didn't catch anything oh. and you were like i don't want to talk about that but anyways and you were like nothing i didn't catch it but you know so yes you had to Jump in there and say, "Yeah, caught me a big old largemouth bass." I, it, even my mom was like, "Why didn't you keep it to stuff it?" And I was like, mm, "It'll be there next time when I go back out there." <laughs> but man, it was. So that's a, that's one thing I've never thought about getting a getting a catching a fish and getting taken to the taxidermist and have them having them uh, stuff that sucker. If I, I never thought about if that, I had the money, I would have done it with this one. What do you think it would cost to get a fish stuffed? I I would have a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. It's funny you said something a while ago. You said video videotaping, right, or video recording, and you said videotaping, didn't you? I was thinking about terms we don't use today because I said something. Uh, a lady asked me earlier, "Are you going to be tape recording uh, us teaching?" And I thought to myself, "Yeah, I'm going to tape record y'all." <laughs> That's funny. Did I say tape record? A uh, videotaping? You said videotaping. You said videotaping. Oh man, That's all right. Show That's my right. For, yeah, for those of you who don't know what that is, that's the old fashioned way of filming that we film with the iphone now it's yeah anyways well uh so so we we did we we both survived easter i think uh for me i know easter was amazing i think easter was amazing for you too um jacob had a uh, thursday night seder dinner he had a friday night good good friday service he had a egg hunt on saturday yep. and then the, y'all had one big service on sunday right yep yeah so thursday was good uh Seder. I always enjoy a Seder. Um, uh, we did ours. We did ours on Friday night. And I'd never been. My family and I had never been to anything like it. And uh, I did one uh, growing up when I was in high school. I it wasn't high school. It was one of my those years where at uh, the you know FBC Bass Drop. Oh, uh, cool. We did that, and it was real good. Then never did one again until last year. Mm. Uh, and the uh, person that does it. Uh, She's she's actually on staff here at Manchac. Uh, she's uh, the chaplain. Uh, she, she goes out and visits. She's like all that she does is goes out and visits. Uh, That's awesome. Um, and I mean, she's super like her Bible's like like it's cra- I I can't even like you get her and Kevin together. It's just like they're like bouncing off each other, like feeding each other, and um, she she br- speaks like you know. The language like the language and uh, mm. she was real into it uh like everything was like exactly what they did back in the, like you know jesus's time and yeah uh, it was real good we uh we have a sound issue in our uh gym so like if you get more than 10 people in there it sounds awful and so we actually rented out a community center in austin and st- stuffed 106 people in there and uh, it was awesome. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, set with some people on our tech team that uh, 
joined us and we just had a good time yeah yeah ours was ours was a pretty amazing too and uh you know just the 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 entire entire idea that, that just the the passover celebration you know and and what happened happened in egypt to the israelites and and just the the foreshadowing for what to us to come and and how you know we're we have freedom in christ now because he shed his blood and so all that all that just symbolism and and foreshadowing and just it's just man it was a really powerful moment yeah and then good friday service was uh it was really good uh, i we put a lot of work into it this year uh leading up to it obviously as my new position the production side of it was i mean that's what's consumed me in the last week and a half and yeah it's getting ready for that and uh we didn't we had one issue uh our one of our projector screens didn't wouldn't come on and i had to climb up to the the rafters and try to figure that out but other than that i mean i mean we got it to work just in time but you know just the whole message behind it the way that kevin set it up the way casey led worship through it Mm. if i mean i would encourage anybody to go back and watch it on our uh, manchac baptist page just Mm -hmm. i mean it was really good and uh you know a lot and this is you know there's not a whole lot of like um appreciation that's uh that you know the tech people get behind all that because you know people Mm -hmm. don't think about it until something sounds terrible but uh the response that people were getting because you know it started at seven a lot of people couldn't be there in person because of you know their kids they had babies that had to be in bed by that time and a lot right. of them uh, tuned in online, and uh, on Sunday we were getting compliments just to how well it was put together, the way we were able to film the whole thing. Because Kevin did the, he, we had cross the three crosses on one side of the stage. We had um, a tomb that I built on the other side, and then we had the Lord's Supper going on. Like it was just everything was went well. Uh, the sound was, I mean, I, I mean, I spent weeks getting the sound ready, and hope my goal was to be. Uh, good on Easter and uh, we were I mean it went well and then when everything works together it's easy to like be focused on what the whole message is about and man it was good Uh, I actually ran the sound for the online thing which I don't typically do but I was able to be sit sit in this room and be able to watch it and uh, just you know just when you're behind the scenes running things you don't usually get to you're so focused on what's going on that you don't really get the message and man it i think everybody that was working behind the stage was you know really got it and kevin did yeah. a, kevin did a great job on the message and it really set the atmosphere of that you know good friday is not a celebration i mean it's a celebration but it's also a time to like mourn uh what what happened to jesus and mm. uh, we Kevin really set that mood. Casey set the mood with that. And then obviously Easter, Easter Sunday is a, a celebration because Jesus is again, uh, rose from the dead. And, uh, yeah. so man, it was a good weekend. We extravaganza was great. Um, uh, I don't know how many kids we had come through, but it was packed. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Did, how many, how many eggs did y'all have though? Dude, we probably had three or 4,000 eggs. <laughs> and the stu- students stuffed, I want to say 
Probably fifteen hundred of that. Oh, great! Yeah, that was probably heard on. I don't know. Uh, an email reminder just pop up. So, <laughs> hopefully that's not recorded. But oh, sheesh! Well, it happens. Yeah, it happens. Well, um, you know what? It's kind of interesting. You talk from a uh, from a distraction standpoint, man. Uh, we've we've got a pretty smooth tech booth too. And uh, we've got a lot of stuff dialed in, and the music on Sunday morning was dialed in. It was great. Pastor steps up with his countrymen on. Feedback. Boom. No. Out of the bag. And, and and our pastor, he does a pretty good job of kind of deflecting that and, and trying to, like, you know, try not to draw attention. Well, he reaches over and grabs the one handheld that's known to drop out a little bit, mm. right? Because we, we, we run – we run pretty consistent three, three handhelds yeah. um, and there are three solid ones. Well, there's a fourth one that sometimes gets tossed in the mix and it, it has a little dropout occasionally. Um, we've got some new handhelds on order, but they haven't come in yet. We ordered them months ago and still haven't come in yet. All to say he grabs that mic and uh, he's just first service was not kind to pastor. And uh, anyway, second service went out really, really, really well, but uh, he, he, uh, he said the famous, the famous line was heads are going to roll. And our worship pastor said, that's me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Um, but, uh, you know, overall it was just a wonderful, wonderful, uh, time. Um, you know, I did something different on Sunday morning. I, uh, pre-planned. I uh, pre-planned an activity to use an illustration. And so uh, what I did is uh, we looked at first uh, Corinthians chapter 15 and, uh, and, and Paul talks about witnesses. You know, there were witnesses, yeah. there were uh, individual, he named individuals, he named the apostles and the disciples. And there were over 500 people that saw Jesus after, after his resurrection. And so uh, witnesses are important, right? Yeah. And so I told this young man to come up and punch me right before I started teaching, you know, and I knew, I knew that it was going to get a little bit wild. Okay. I knew it was going to get a, I would have to calm the group down. That's no big deal. Right. Because in the, in the end it was going to, I was going to point it to what an eyewitness was. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, to do it all over again, a, he could have punched me harder. Okay. He barely punched me. Okay. Uh, but, but dude, to see, uh, one of my student leaders faces in the back, she was shocked. She was appalled. She was like, what is happening? Right. Cause I didn't immediately explain that it was all planned or anything like that. And I didn't tell the leadership. I told <laughs> one leader, I told one leader and she didn't even watch because she said I couldn't keep a straight face. So I just didn't look, I knew what was happening, but I couldn't watch. And so, uh, the one leader in the back, she was just that was the shock on her face it was priceless. And, uh, but then I went on to explain that, you know, they, everybody in the room was an eyewitness at that point. Right. And, uh, uh it, I think it went over really good. And I was talking to the mom, uh, yesterday is, you know, and she, he, she, he told me that you told him to punch him. I said, yeah, I told him it was for a purpose. And she goes, okay, good. Man, you had a student, Will Smith, you, that's what you and that that came up as we talked as we you know because i like to when i'm teaching i like to have dialogue i don't yeah. want to just teach the whole i don't want to monologue i like to dialogue and so one of the students says oh yeah man that was like you you were like chris rock <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad they knew that reference too oh man it was good it was good so 
Wow. It was a great weekend. It was a great weekend. Now, what'd you do with your family? We ended up in Rockdale on Sunday afternoon, and we just enjoyed uh, some time with Carrie's side of the family. And we um, we uh, we hid probably five hundred eggs out in the field, and uh, we had a great time. So cool. Yeah. What about you? Uh, it was my mom's birthday as well on Sunday, so we all went over there, and uh, I had a, I had about thirty eggs. Um, my nieces and nephews always want me to do it because I make it as hard as possible. Nice. And so, like, I was like, I put an egg on top of, like, I tipped over the basketball goal and, like, tied it in the net. And Nice. Uh, you know, I, last year when we did it, I actually buried a bunch of plastic eggs with just the top showing. And my sister, for some reason, bought camo eggs like plastic eggs and so <laughs> everybody is finding eggs and then you have like two or three eggs that they couldn't find uh and they next found level. next level once the uh, lawnmower went over the top of them and but yeah we had a good time it was uh yeah we hung out as a family my si- older sister was in town that uh, from the whole weekend for my mom's birthday and oh cool uh, we did all that so it was it's pretty good little Sunday and then I went home and packed my truck and was getting ready to go fishing the next day. So. There you go, there you go. That's wonderful. I yeah. love that. I so. love that. Well, we are we are in the throes of 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 getting ready for summer, and we are uh, you know we've got a small moment to catch our breath. I always describe uh, I'll describe student ministry and maybe maybe it's overall ministries. It's, it's got your your ups and your downs. You got your ups and your downs. And obviously last week and the last probably two weeks has kind of been this up, this up, this up, this up. And now we got a chance to breathe for a few minutes, but then we're going to get to be up. We're going to be up for a little while um, for the next 12, 15 weeks as we get our final ducks in the row for, for summertime. Right. Yeah. I was just thinking about that today. Uh, Cause I'm about to be out for a week. Um, yeah. And I was just like, what do I need to do? And I was like, I need to plan summer, but I was like, I can't, I can probably do that at home. But man, I was like, if you think about it, uh, it was about maybe a month before a little over a month left before mm-hmm. summer is here. So, yeah, like our intern was here for Easter holiday, and uh, I she came over and talked to me, and I was like, "Oh, you're gonna be here in a month. Like your start date is in a month." And she's like. Yeah, oh. I was like, I'm not even ready for you yet. <laughs> Her desk just came in today in the mail from Amazon, so she, nice. She have to put that together. But I'm, I'm also starting a uh, a young adult ministry that kicks off at the end of this month. So I'm like, yeah, man, I gotta f- figure that out. So, man, there's a lot. Everybody's like, yeah, oh, summer slows down. I'm like, who are you talking to? I think I think to me summer is the prime opportunity for you just to, to deepen those relationships with your students, um, you know, deepen their uh, just to get to know them better, to have them to build more trust with them, to build more rapport, to uh, you know, just hang out. Uh, that's kind of um, I know that sounds um, it doesn't sound like super like spiritual or anything, but uh, hanging out is important. You know, and, uh, to, yeah, I I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, you're fine. You're you know, fine. I think I was done. 
the last summer we that's all we did was try to build because that was my first summer and uh, i even named it the summer to remember and every week we were doing something it was exhausting but you know we yeah. established like these relationships to where like i mean we had a, a student at camp come to us when she really needed like she trusted us to come like and i mean we handled that situation and we actually had one except jesus that i baptized on sunday i forgot to even mention that oh how how awesome yeah i baptized lily you remember lily yeah i remember lily yeah, yes i baptized her on sunday it is uh i didn't even man so much has happened since then i uh i baptized her um and a, kind of a funny story is you know i i dipped her in the water and went to bring her back up and my shoulder popped out and ouch uh and i was like did you say praise the lord uh no one i i tried to play it off some people saw the grimace on my face yeah and then uh the right side of the the worship center as i i climbed up back up the stairs they could see that i was leaning to one side and then when i got out at the door uh i basically just like i i sat down on my knees and the guy that helps do that he's like are you okay it's like just give me a couple minutes and i'll be fine and uh one of the ladies uh stopped me after church and she's like i'm really praying for your surgery I'm like, yes thank so, you. so did you pop that thing back in or what it slides back in eventually oh, uh, oh. so yeah yeah we, we need to be praying for jacob and wednesday as he goes to that surgery fix that shoulder yep so, so you can baptize more students yeah that's, i mean i'll do it again if i have to but yeah you can check those pictures out on i need to post that on our instagram uh yeah so yeah so and what a week it's good stuff it's good stuff i did, I can't believe i forgot that we baptized lily mm. so uh very yeah. exciting so much coming man now you just freaked mm. me out that we just talked about that like yeah if you haven't got your summer plans ready uh this is your heads up yeah if you're listening you you have about a month to figure it all out (laughs) um that's what i told i've got this uh uh the student ministry at this the church that i'm at now they went uh they went to new york city and uh as we were kind of planning the summer calendar we said we're going to stay local uh this summer and just um, there were some uncertainties about position and who was going to be doing what and all to say uh we just decided to go stay local and so you know as you think about that i was just like man i've got to have that planned like asap like because if i know what's happening and i know i can make all the phone calls and get all my ducks in the row then there's going to be way less stress right way less scramble and i'm going to have more participation right yeah so man i was even today the children's director asked me if If I knew anybody, like if any of the students would volunteer for VBS, Mm. VBS, that's in June. Like I'm not, I'm not there yet. It is, it is almost June. It is almost June. So, yep. And you know, you can't, you can't have commitment from students today and then expect them to be here in June. So no, no, I tossed out a, uh, I tossed out kind of an incentive to sign up early for camp. And I've got 13 signed up. Nice. So, I need to check yeah. that today. We're going to do a good little free T-shirt or something. And if they'll sign up before the end of April is kind of my my deadline, which is a, kind of a long window. But I'd rather know. I'd rather know then. I'd rather get those spots filled as soon as I can get them filled, right? 
Yeah, my cutoff date was April 1st, but I think I'm going to extend it a little bit to the end of the month. Uh, just because, yeah. you know, we had Easter. We had uh, we had a lot of people come in yesterday, and so we, or Sunday. So and we ran all yeah. those uh, announcements. I'm sick of commercials, uh, announcements, and <laughs> so people could see that. So I'm going to extend, yeah. probably extend mine to the end of the month and then cut it off because then you have to figure out transportation and all that stuff. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if you get that charter bus, just swing by down south and pick us up. Oh, yeah. We'll pick you up. Yeah. We'll have a few extra spots. We'll charge you charge you $100 a seat. Jeez. Hmm. <laughs> well, you know, just to cover the gas. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll discuss that off off air because I... Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about the podcast right here. <laughs> But if anybody well, has any transportation ideas to, to get about 30 people to camp, then reach out to me at uh, youthpastors or pastor 2 podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Toss our, I've been, I've been wanting to toss our email in there at some point. You know, the cool thing is we are, we are broadcasting on April, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, we are now on Amazon Music. I probably should say this at the beginning, you know, are yeah, they, if they're well, still there, great way to go. Thanks for hanging on yeah. this long, but we're also on Amazon music now and audible and we are back on YouTube because yep. uh, we are some good looking dudes. Well, only if you brush your hair. Yeah. Well, there's well, that. I did get a haircut. If you, if you're watching online, Ooh, I got a haircut. Look at that haircut. My hair's not done, that. but I, I did get a haircut, but I figured I need to get it cut before uh, surgery. Cause I probably won't do anything you're not gonna want to go to here for a few days <laughs> that's what everybody keeps saying i'm like i think i'll be fine after a week but you know whatever yeah, we'll see i mean we'll not see. fine fine but be able to like you know leave the house function you think yeah but don't expect any selfies between tomorrow and next wednesday yes because you always send me selfies i yeah you're right well, you did send me the I fish did, selfie. So I did send you. I FaceTimed you. You FaceTimed me for that. <laughs> I man. Was that so was, he was excited. He was still yelling and stuff. So <laughs> I was so stoked. Still, I am. Like I'll, yeah. I walked out this morning. and was like, holy man! It, it's like clear skies this morning, and sun was shining. Yesterday it was like, oh, it's gonna rain. And so I was like, oh, let's just try. That's why I stayed in Bastrop instead of going like Granger oh, yeah. or something. And so. I was like, I just got like bass drop, do a little bass fishing, and today I'm like, ooh, I should be on the water today, but you know, I got to get work done. So it's kind of like hitting that hitting that one good stroke when you're playing golf, you know, and you're like, yes, that's what it's for. Or you or you make that par, you know, and you're like, yes, this is what. Because for me, you know, if I play 18 holes, I'm only going to par at least once, uh, and I'm only going to hit the ball at least five times good the rest of the time it's just me scrambling after my ball but anyways i get that feeling it's that same feeling you, know, you pull that fish out of the water you're like yes this is what i'm here for it's like that one time we were in at pine forest and you hit on that par three mm-hmm. teed off hit the road and bounced a foot off the uh i mean right off the hole i'm like that you couldn't do that twice if you no to. no 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 i could not no i could not Speaking of well, golf, Jacob, wait. I got, you want to you want to you want to do this again sometime? Let's. We can try next week after surgery. Let's try, or wait, let's try surgery tomorrow. Let's try next week. Let's try next week. Thank you for listening to the Youth Pastors Are Pastors Two podcast. Find us, rate us, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you want to see our ugly faces, look for us on YouTube. 
While you're at it, give us a like on Facebook. See you next week.